You are now listening to Goddess on the Rise podcast, the listening experience for the spiritually modern woman. I am your host, Goddess Queen Jamila Asset, and I'm so excited to welcome you. Let's jump in. Today's episode is a little different. About a month ago, I led a very, very, very special workshop on the rise of the Divine Mother. It was during a mother-daughter retreat. And what I offer in this particular workshop that I led on Zoom to about an audience of 130 people is really the origin story. What is the origin association, the beginning of spiritual tradition? What does that look like? What have we been taught to believe? And what is? So this workshop is very special. And if you'd like to see the video and the slides that go along with this particular presentation, you can always find that on my YouTube page. Um, My YouTube page is Jamila Asset Anderson. And you can just search for Rise of the Divine Mother on that page. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Waiting on Shamiza. There she is. That was like magic. I said your name. I was like, just waiting on Jamila. And it was like, hello. I'm in. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, I can hear you too. All right. So we're in there hearing each other. You're looking beautiful. Thank you. You as well. I love the earrings, of course. <laughs> All right. So, are, is um, are we waiting um on Lucia to come in? Is she coming in now, or she's gonna come in later? Later on. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to mute my camera. Let's. Well, before I get started, wait, 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 wait. Let me get your cash app right now. Okay. I want you to say it out loud to everybody. Okay, the cash app is Free the Feminine. It's the dollar sign and Free the Feminine. So F R E E. Got it. Of course, I'll get into all of us and not everybody else because that's the kind of stuff I do. Of course. All right, I'm going to put the rest of your details, your email, and everything that you sent me as far as your social media. I'll be posting that Mm -hmm. while you were talking, okay? 
So I'm going to mute my okay. camera and also mute my audio. If you need me for anything, just say, hey, Gigi, and I'll just pop right back in, okay? But I'm going to okay. give it over to you. Take it away. All right. Well, rising everyone. Rising goddesses, rising queens, rising fairies, rising giants, rising all the magical creatures of the enchanted forest, <laughs> rising, rising, rising. I see that we have participants just dropping in. So um, wanting to make sure that I am being on time and that I am not um, falling into my usual pattern and over talking. <laughs> But I want to welcome you today. I'm going to go ahead and start with a screen share. So let me go ahead and start with this. And you all let me know if you can see my screen. Just drop something in the chat to me. Drop something in the chat to me. All right. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Great. All right. And hey, Tiffany. Hey, Dana. Hey, Bonnie. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Janine. Welcome. All right. Good. This makes me feel like I'm actually talking to people. So you are tuned in for Rise of the Divine Mother, and I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I have some really great stuff jam-packed into this 40-minute, 45-minute session for today. Um, the first thing I want to do is I want to thank you for taking this time for yourself to be a part of this retreat. I want to thank you for um, just really taking the time to nurture yourself, nurture your relationships with your mother, um, whether it be mother and daughter or you showing up beha on behalf of your mother or your grandmothers. Just thank you for, for being here. Um, this is going to be the first time that I'm doing a presentation in a virtual retreat space, so I'm very excited and a little bit nervous. My friend Tiffany is here, and she's going to be offering me some tech assistance because she's really great at that. <laughs> so um, if I miss something, she's going to have my back, and I know Gigi has my back, and I want to thank you, Gigi, for having me as a part of this retreat. So let's dive right in. So I am Jamila Osset. I am the goddess queen, I'm the growth goddess, and today I'm going to be teaching you all about the rise of the divine mother. Um, in all things that are taking place right now, there is no time that's more relevant than now to discuss the rise of this divine energy. And so just an overview of today. Today you're going to learn about the missing records, the artifacts, the stories in the ascension of the divine mother, the goddess. You will learn about how the divine mother is returning and how she's showing up. And then we'll do some breath work. We'll do some meditation and do some connection with your ancestry, with the women in your lineage. Okay. So that is what we have planned for today. And I am your sage. I am your, your host, your guide um, for this particular presentation. Again, my name is Jamila Osset, and it is an honor to share um, all of these goodies with you today and to be with you today. Um, I'm also known as the Growth Goddess. You can find me on Instagram at, at the Growth Goddess. And just a few fun facts about me. I was raised in Decatur, Georgia with the 
with a really Christian family. I'm a mom of four. And then these are some of my other monikers. I'm known as the goddess queen, the growth goddess, and the self-love specialist. Now, I would love to hear a little bit about you. Just drop in the chat. Tell me where you're from and tell me, or where you are right now, and tell me what your intentions are for today, okay? So you would put something like, like I would put Decatur, Georgia, and my intentions for today are to blank, okay? So let's see. And Alicia, I see that you've logged in. I don't know if you can hear me. But if you can log out until we do the breathwork portion or mute the, um, or mute the, what's it called? The mic. <laughs> okay. All right, perfect. So I'll tell her to log out until we do breathwork and I'll te text her and let her know. Okay, so. What we're going to do first, and let me see, let me see if anyone dropped that info in the chat. Okay, let's see, let's see. So I asked you to drop where you're from. All right, <laughs> so Gigi is from Louisiana in the house, okay? And intentions are to be free and to receive and share love. Thank you. Bonnie, Detroit, Det Detroit. <laughs> you can't just say Detroit yet. Detroit. Okay. And being in good company, single mama during lockdown and wanting reminder of her power source. That's a beautiful message, Bonnie. Thank you. Andrea is from St. Louis. Love it. Intention today is to honor your body and be and listen to it. Okay. Love it. Leslie is from Compton, California. Welcome, Compton in the house. Um, an intention is to gather more tools for the toolbox. And Rhonda is in Colorado looking to gain a closer relationship with the daughter. Yes, ma'am. All right. New York, New York. Okay. <laughs> Tiffany is from New York. And her intention is to get connected with other like-minded like women and get closer to the core of who she really is. And Janine, yes, ma'am. Trinidad and Tobago in the house. Intending to learn more self-love. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Carolyn in Fairburn. Go, Carolyn in Fairburn. Expecting something new. Okay. All right. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Again, it is an honor to be here with you. Zaina in Columbia, Alicia in Atlanta. Thank you for being here. Um, what I'm going to do is I am going to start off with a very short but necessary presentation. And this presentation is just going to be a message from Earth Mother, okay? So I want you to just tune in with your hearts, listen with your hearts first. And um, I'm going to pause my camera and then I'm going to start it back in a moment. While I'm pausing this video camera, what I'm going to be doing is going to be transitioning and still talking to you. So what I want to bring you in the frame of reference about is the Divine Mother, as we know it, has always been classified as Earth Mother, okay? And Mother Earth, over the years, she's expressed some frustrations. She's had some things that she's wanted to get off of her chest. And so I want you to listen in to what Mother Earth has to say. 
you know what? I am fed up with all of you pleading to me to fix all of your problems right when you want me to. I mean, I know Rome was built in a day, but my patience does not last as long. I do not have the energy nor the time to deal with all of you right when you want me to. So you can keep asking, but you're not gonna get anything out of me. I mean, come on. You prance about all day, trashing this beautiful place I built for you, and yet you still expect me to bow to your will. What am I, chop liver? Your genie? Well, I am all powerful, but you do not demand three wishes from me. Understand this, I'm not your friend. I'm not your buddy you can go laughing and joking about to. That's not my job. I'm not your mother who you can cry to. <laughs> this is not my job. <laughs> when you upset me, volcanoes erupt. When you stress me, your days are longer, your summers are hotter. <laughs> I'm not your partner in crime. You lost that right when you didn't know when to stop. You couldn't stop building. You couldn't stop making. You couldn't stop taking. You just wanted more and more and more. And with every wrong step you make, the less and less and less I'm inclined to help. You see it, you like it, you want it, it's yours. You make your own way in this world. You've been doing it for eons without my help, so why now? Why all of a sudden do you supplicate me? Because all you do is take repercussions, be damned. But now that you have nothing else, nowhere else to go, you demand my mercy. Darling, it was your eyes that was bigger than your stomach. I think it's time we part ways. I know it may sound harsh, but you don't deserve what I've given you. And there's nothing else that I can do to make you see that. I've given you so much, and yet <laughs> you refuse to pay attention or give thanks. Well, anyways, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I don't know who will take up the unfortunate task of building a new world, but if I did, I would tell them to never let their futures abandon them. Or maybe just quit while they're ahead. It's unfortunate we'll, be, we'll both be too dead to see it. All right. So that is our first presentation. This is my daughter, Katora Genesis. And that was her um, monologue on Mother Earth. All right. So I'm going to stop the video, just say bye. <laughs> and I want to talk to you a little bit about that presentation and about that monologue. Um, all the things that Couture created in that monologue, you know, were what her rendition of the earth would be expressing and how the earth would be reacting to all of the destruction that it's faced for years, hundreds and thousands of years. And um, thank you, thank you. There's so many people saying, beautiful, love it. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, wow, her words so closely reflected to what I've been feeling. Awesome. You know, Couture created that monologue about two years ago, a year ago. Um, before any of the COVID things were taking place, before any of the pandemic was present, that was what Katora had written from her heart about Mother Earth. And I want to start with that because 
The Divine Mother, as we know the Divine Mother, has been crying out for our attention for quite some time. We as human beings have suppressed that voice for quite some time. And what we want to do today is we want to just take the time to really explore this concept and get to know the Divine Mother to figure out why, why that voice has been suppressed. Um, where did we go wrong? What are we missing? What, you know, what do we need to know in today's time that we haven't known all, all of this time in order to make better decisions and to honor the Divine Mother? Right now in our, in our space, we're experiencing that rise and that rise is coming through the forces of COVID. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit and really give you an opportunity to see where we went wrong and how the stories that we learned suppressed our own understanding of our divine mother. So just making sure and checking in, everyone can see the screen again that is up in front of you. Yes, yes. All right. Perfect. Okay, great. All right, now. All right, so that is about me and about your host and that beautiful presentation. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about um, Brazil. So last year, I decided to make a voyage to Brazil. And um, I went to Brazil because I was interested in learning more about plant medicine. There was so much that I was doing and experimenting with and just going on ceremony. And I wanted to go to one of the original homes of plant medicine in Brazil. Now, I don't know how much you know about Brazil, but I will start out by saying that the, the energy of Brazil is very potent. As a matter of fact, 80% of slaves were transported to Brazil in the slave trade. And because of that, there are so many traditions, there are so many customs, there are so many norms that are found in Brazil that are preserved. They have been preserved for generations and hundreds of years. And one of the things that stood out to me in my voyage to Brazil were um, going to a spiritual ceremony and being swooned and relayed with um, all of these songs. And the songs that were being presented were songs that women had been singing since the original mothers in Africa. And you know, I wanted to ask you, what songs have you heard or do you resonate with that really just lay deep in your heart, lay deep in your soul? One of the things that was very apparent to me in sitting there in ceremony and listening to these songs is, wait a minute, I, I don't know songs that are, you know, original songs sang from my ancestors. I don't know the songs that were sang before slavery. I don't know the songs that were sang outside of this, you know, um, migration. And that was something that was deeply moving to me, to be in the presence, to hear this music, to hear these women singing songs that were not 100 years old, not 200 years old, not 300 years old, but thousands of years old, thousand year old songs. Do you know any thousand year old songs? And so that moved me and it made me so, so curious. And I said, well, if I didn't know these songs that have been sung since the days of my 
the, the women in my lineage in the original Africa, then what else have I been missing about the stories? What else have I been missing about the divine mother? What else is there that I don't know that I need to know in order to operate within the full guise of my divinity, in order to tap into my gifts, in order to be the goddess queen that I am, what is it that I need to know? And so I went on this journey. And as I started this, this journey, it started with the voyage to Brazil and really diving in and hearing these songs and hearing these beats and hearing these drums and, and all of these things that are mine. These are mine. These are your things. These are things that, that, are, that are yours by divine right. Um, and being exposed to them for the very first time, I went on this, this mission to find out, well, what else have I missed? What else have I not grasped or not digested that also is mine? And, you know, I want to just point out that, you know, this picture that you see with this voyage to Brazil, this is a picture of what many of the women practicing spiritual ceremony look like. They wear these white gowns, they are very regal and very royal, and they're the only ones who serve as the catalyst for the spirit in, in the ceremonies that are known as condomblé ceremonies. So I just wanted to point that out because that picture is very telling of what you would see if you took a trip and participated in any type of ceremony. So that voyage to Brazil brought me back to the beginning. It brought me back to the stories that we learned about in the beginning, <laughs> right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and blah, blah, blah. So for thousands of years, society has prioritized religion. We've learned um, that our our values and our um, norms are, are, are found through the guise of religion. People feel comfortable talking about whatever religion that they associate with. And for many of us who are of African descent, the religious choices that we may elect or enact in right now are not authentic to what it was for us from the beginning of time. And so, what I want to do is I want to just do a little bit of a deep dive into what we've been taught to believe um, and how those things have essentially caused a lot of damage and imbalance for us as women, for us as goddesses, for us as divine spiritual vessels. And this teaching, this style of teaching, what it's also done is it's, it's fed into this disregard for the divine mother okay so i want to talk to you a little bit about what i was taught to believe and what we are taught to believe as as societies okay so let me start by going to the beginning okay so what they want you to believe or what we've been taught to believe and when i say we i'm speaking about um we've been taught to believe in terms of i grew up christian so those who grew up in monotheistic religions this is mainly what we've been taught to believe. Of course, man is God, okay? So we've believed in the great Father God. <laughs> Father God, supreme being, Elohim, man is God, okay? We've also been taught to believe that in the beginning, our Father God made heaven and earth. So monotheistic religions 
um, talk about the Trinity, the Father God, the Son God, and the Holy Ghost. And all of these entities are male-based entities. And that is the only entity that exists in the monotheistic religion sector, okay? So he made all things. So by making earth, he made, you know, the heavens, he made the waters, he made the lands, okay? That's what we've been taught. Um, he made man first, okay? So the primary human being was uh, Adam. And we've been taught to believe that he was the first man. Then he made women and he made Eve. A woman, she was the lesser human being and she was formed out of the loneliness of Adam. So had Adam not been lonely, there would have been no women. There would have been no Eve, okay? And then Eve, this is where the story gets Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Eve went against the word of God in the Garden of Eden, right? And the first thing that we learn after a woman is created is that um, these women don't listen. You know, they just be despising God and shame on them. And now they are to be punished and they are to suffer for the rest of their lives. Ah, okay. Cue the scary music, right? So that is all, um, that's all the, the things that kind of go along with this particular story. And, you know, the good thing about it is that as we get older, there is room and opportunity for us to get curious, for us to ask questions, for us to, um, to, to wonder, you know, well, what else is there? What else is behind the story? And when I went to, um, Brazil, that was what I experienced, an opportunity to find out, well, what else is, is there? What else is in the story? And so let me just, all right, I am trying to pull up. I don't know how to pull this up anymore, apparently. Katora, I may need your help. Okay, so I'm going to let Katora do her thing while I keep going. Okay, and so that is essentially what they want you to believe. I am opening the chat and it's, I don't see it anywhere. Okay, so when I went on the deep dive and I started to learn about all the things Divine Mother, all the things um, women and what the role of women is when it comes to spirituality, when the role of women, when it comes to um, ancient civilizations. My, my question was, well, before all of this existed, like what, what, what was it like, you know, before Christ was even born? We know that there was life, there was human civilization 60,000 years before Christ was born. We know that there were societies 25,000 years before Christ was born. So what did those societies believe? What were the role of women? What were the roles of women in this spiritual structure? What were the roles of women in religion and all of those things? What was the role of the divine mother? Like, where does that come in? And when I decided to go on that deep dive and find out what this was like and what the roles of women were, this is what I found. Um, the earliest civilizations, of course, we all know from Africa and in existence from 60,000 BC to 25,000 25, BC. These were the first civilizations that ever existed. 
And these civilizations valued the mother. They saw mother as creatrix, okay? They saw mother as the bring the bringer of all life. You know, in these early civilizations, the only thing that they knew, they didn't have the science scientific knowledge that, you know, sperm and the egg and the fertilization. So the only thing that they knew is that every once in a while you would see a woman and she'd be pregnant. Next thing you know, a human being would come from her. So in the earliest civilizations, there was a heavy value and appreciation for the divinity of women, for the mother, for the creatrix that they were. And entire spiritual systems were created around this value of mother. Um, women, in addition to creating and springing forth human life, women were also able to harvest and cultivate the land. The relationship that women had with the herbs, with the earth, with growing, with cultivating, with planting seeds was one that was valued by all of these early societies. And it was because they, they of course, had this food source. So the life source, food source, all things earth related to mother. I learned that the first temple, so the first churches, the first shrines ever created were dedicated to the goddess. This was the first space of, of, of religion or what we would know as religion today. The first space of Christianity or um, you know, Judaism or Islam would be different because it would be a, a temple or a synagogue or a church. But if we could convert that to the earliest civilizations, it would be a temple. And those first temples were all dedicated to goddesses. Women were seen as spiritual vessels. Why were women seen as spiritual vessels? Because we're the only ones who hold womb space, who hold intuition. You know, men have not been known to have the intuitive nature that we've had. So the connection that we have to the divine, the connection that we have to goddess energy, to creation, to all of those things were what led people in those early civil civilizations to create um, the temples and the shrines that honored the woman. In addition to that, the appreciation for women was unparalleled. The earliest civilizations and societies reflect matrilineal um, matrilineal society. So that means that instead of things being passed from, from father to children, things were passed from mother to her descendants. You know, there was a respect and a reverence for the mother and what she was able to offer to her kids. So women were allowed to have property and do business and conduct themselves in ways that we wouldn't know about because those things are not present in history. In our history, we don't get to hear about these earliest societies. For the most part, the societies that we, we know about are the ones that start where white people are in power or start when um, men are in power. And when you think about it, that makes perfect sense because if men are the only ones telling his story, then women's experiences and women's contributions are struck from the record. So um, the societies were matrilineal and polyandry was present during that time. Uh, polyandry is where women are allowed to have or take on more than one husband. So that all also was present in what we know about the artifacts and the texts from the earliest societies and these women-based societies. Okay, so from Africa to the Middle East, 
um, to Canaan to Babylon, goddesses were ruling in the spiritual order. And there were many names that the goddess had. And I list those names here. Enin, Inanna, Nut, Nana, Anat, Anahita, Istar, Isis, Aset, Ishara, Asherah, Astart, Atorit, Atar, and Hathor. Okay. Now what I want to do is I want to actually bring in, you know, text to support the presence of the goddess. And one of the things that I did was I did like a bit of a deep dive to find like, well, are any of these things in the Bible? Like, are any of these things like, you know, we know that the Bible is one of these texts that people have been using. And of course, I used it as a, as a Christian growing up. So for years and years and years and years. And what I was able to find was a reference in the Old Testament. And this reference came from 1 Kings 11.31. And it says, because they that they have forsaken me and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians. And then it goes on to name these other gods. But that, that presence of Ashtoreth, the goddess, that's something that when I was a child, I no one could have ever <laughs> brought into awareness with me that the Bible would mention anything about a goddess or anything about goddess energy, like to even have that word there present, tucked in safely in the Old Testament was a really big deal in doing um, the research to understand the presence of the Divine Mother. And, um, you know, I'm curious what were your first thoughts when you first heard the word goddess or when you first had any kind of association, put it on mute, um, any association with the word goddess, what were your first thoughts? I will tell you for me, I did, I disconnected from that terminology of goddess. I disconnected from all of those things because I always thought about Greek gods and Greek goddesses. I never knew that prior to the Greeks even coming up with, with these theories that they were essentially taking them from Egyptians in Africa. So what are your first thoughts about goddess or goddess energy? I would love to hear it drop, drop it in the chat. So yes. Okay. And Bonnie says it seemed whimsical and white. That is a, that, that is like ding, ding, ding. Katora is giving thumbs up. You should come in and give a thumbs up to Bonnie. Definitely. Tiffany says I did not connect with it because I was told that gods and goddesses were fake. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and for me, that was my experience as well. I was like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Goddess, what you mean, Athena? Like, I, that's not, that doesn't resonate with me. But what I learned is that before Athena was even created, the Greeks had already come to Egypt and learned about Isis, learned about Hathor, learned about the original goddesses that were being worshipped and honored in Egypt thousands of years before any of these whimsical white people <laughs> were in anybody's history books. So that definitely resonates with me because it was news to me to find out that, wait, wait a minute, before any of this stuff was created, there was a whole entire, um, there was a whole entire society life centered for thousands of years in many different places that was centered around the divine mother. So the question that I want to ask is what if you were taught about ISIS first? 
what if you were taught about she, her heavenly mother, earth mama first? Like we've always known about mother earth, right? We've always known mother, mother earth, okay? Mother earth does this, trees and, you know, monsoons and hurricanes. We've always known about that. But what if you had known that mother was first? What if you'd known that the first set of civilizations, that the way that your original ancestors practiced was practicing and giving regard to the divine mother? And I wanna take the time to point out that much of what we're experiencing in society right now relates to all of the suppression, the suppression and of the appreciation for the divine mother. We currently live in a society where men, you know, who are holding power are doing destruction, not only to women directly, but to the physical earth, you know, and, and the patriarchal system that we live in continues to perpetuate and to feed into that energy of destruction. Um, the mother is not in appreciation, appreciating women, appreciating femininity, appreciating the energy of femininity. For the most part, many women are just finding their way back to the divine feminine. All of the things that we had learned about femininity, we've learned them from men, right? Like all the things that we know or we think, oh, this is feminine. We've not learned that from our original grandmothers. We've not learned that from our original great, great aunts. We've learned that from, this is what men have taught us about femininity. So if we learned that, that we came first, if we learned that our natural order was to be respected and that we were spiritual beings, you know, I grew up in a, in a place where women were not allowed to practice and lead in church. But had I known that women were the original priestesses, that God or goddess was compassionate, kind, loving, forgiving, mother God, heavenly God, mother earth, all of these things, learn that, then the impact on not just me, but daughters, the impact on grandmothers, the impact of our importance, of our presence would be different. And so when we look at these archives, then we begin to see the story. We begin to understand the role and the rise of the Divine Mother. And the truth is that you are the living product of all women, all women. You are the living product of thousands, hundreds of thousands of women across the globe, full of power, full of life, full of vitality, full of strength. You are the future that those women, those hundred thousands, hundreds of thousands of women have prayed for, okay? That is what you are. That is, that is how you show up. You're not here in this class with me by accident. This is an answer to some women's prayer. The time for your awakening is now. The rise of the Divine Mother is now. And the power of women is rising. The more we understand who we have always been from the core of society, from the very beginning, from the first civilizations to present, the more we understand who we've always been, the more we can reclaim the energy of the divine feminine. And what does that mean? When I say reclaiming the energy of the divine feminine, I just want you to understand in layman terms, because I know sometimes as a, as a philosopher and a professor and a teacher and all these things, I can speak, big speak, and not speak 
you know, regular speak, because I can speak real talk too. But what I want you to understand and, and what I want you to understand the importance of in, in, in this moment is just understanding that who you are and who you think that you are is just one layer of who you truly are. The access that you have to your true divine power comes in your embracing of your divine feminine energy in the authenticity of the original women, okay? So let's talk about the divine mother and just list some qualities that are innate to the divine mother. The divine mother or the divine feminine is a collection of energy. It's an energy force of spiritual nature and it contributes to the elements of femininity. The divine mother represents, and this is not an exhaustive list, but the divine mother represents creativity. The divine mother represents abundance. It represents nurture, um, renewal, connection, family, relationships. What are we seeing happening right now with the pandemic, with COVID-19? Okay, what we're seeing is a renewal of our ozone layer. What we're seeing is a renewal of our earth mother. Okay, we are in the rise of the divine mother, ladies. We are here. You are in it. You are part of it. You are in the boat and you are rowing along with me. This is the time. This is the rise. We're seeing the, the reparations of relationships. You know, we're spending more time with our children. Our children are no longer being marched to the doors of the school every single day to suffer in a classroom with people who don't care about them. Our children are no longer subject to being shot down in the classroom. We're here. We're in it. Our earth, our earth has perpetuated such a huge and international scale of renewal and redemption. And we are here right now. You are here right now to enjoy the ride. Welcome, 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 welcome. And what is it going to take from you? Well, it's very, very simple. What I want you to do. Um, okay, so I am getting comments. All right, so I'm seeing, whoop, whoop, whoop. yes, the earth is healing. <laughs> the time of renewal. What a beautiful realization to have. And the, 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 thing, is, the thing about it is that these, this is all the truth of who we are. There's nothing that I said today or that I'm teaching today or that you're learning today that does not have reference to history. It does not have reference or that is missing from the records. If we dig deep and we pull back and we learn enough, we'll learn that we are the catalyst. As women, we are the catalyst. We are the original mothers. We are the original creators. We are the orig original bringer forwards of life, okay? So the rise of the divine mother is about reclaiming that energy. And the way that we're going to do that is we're going to do that through a meditation. So I want you to, if you're um, kind of sitting or kind of perched, I want you to get into a comfortable seated position. I want you to get somewhere, whether you can either sit down and be comfortable or you can lay down and be comfortable. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite Alicia to come on.
because we are going to do a ancestral meditation and we're gonna just welcome in the energy of all the original women, all the women who've gone before us, all the women who've come and who've said, you know, I had to work really hard to get here. I had to work really hard to do these things so that you would be able to benefit, so you would be able to live this life. We just want to give reverence and give honor and to thank those mothers who came before us. And so, if Alicia, I'm going to actually call her. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop the video for me. And we're going to go ahead and just read about the divine, um, read about breath work and meditation. Welcome, Alicia. Greetings, greetings. It's my first time doing this uh, Zoom, I'm trying to figure this out. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. So what we're going to do um, is work, uh, Alicia, let me give her an introduction. She is a herbalist, a medicine woman. She is a songstress, a very powerful songstress. And she is going to be guiding us for our meditation. So if you can, if you can um, get in a seated position and get somewhere where you can be comfortable, I am going to jump back on video. Hey, boo, hey. <laughs> yes, I can see you, I can hear you. All the things. Wonderful. Okay. Goddesses. <laughs> okay, goddesses. Let's talk about this. Because as soon as I came outside, then all of a sudden the 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 uh what is lawnmower. it? Lawnmower just started up. Can you go where see where they are? They're right next to you. Oh, okay. They're not in our yard, are they? Okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. So um I'll saying here the lawnmower just in case you were wondering. So I think Okay, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I was like, all. wait a minute. Is this going to be part of our our thing? Okay, so Alicia is going to guide us in song. And while she is guiding us in song, I am going to um, guide you with a breath work and a meditation. Now, ancestral prayer, let's talk a little bit about that. Ancestral prayer is literally the calling of those who came before us. It's literally, you know, welcoming the energy again of the women who already have walked this land, whether they be indigenous, whether they be African, um, whatever planet, whatever piece of the hemisphere that they're from, we are going to be welcoming in that energy right now. So what I want to invite you to do um, is to go ahead and just drop the names of any of your ancestors or any of the women who've come before you. Um, drop those names in the chat box and, um, you know, thank them for coming before you. Thank them for being with you. Thank them for offering the energy, you know, for fighting the fight that they fought to, for you to be here today. Um, just thank them for all the love that they are ushering to you, that they're ushering in your direction. And with that, Alicia, let's go ahead and get started. Ashe, ashe. Well, I'm just going to, um, I'm going to be, as Shamila has said, I'm going to share some songs from different cultures. Um, the first being uh, a song in English so that we can uh, all connect to it. Um, and then I'm going to sing a song that comes from um, the Latin American world as a song honoring Pachamama. Um, 
and go into uh, a chant from Ifa culture of West Africa, go into a, a Yemaya song from Brazil, and then end us with a, a song from the Native American tradition um, here in North America. So. Okay. And so Alicia's gonna sing and I'm just gonna speak. And I'm gonna speak to go ahead and guide you through the meditation. So get in your comfortable seated position and close your eyes. And then Alicia, whenever you're ready. I hear the voices of our ancestors calling. They say, listen, listen. I hear the voices of our ancestors calling. They say, listen, listen. May the children all run free. May the children all run free. May the mountains grow unbroken. May the mountains grow unbroken. Taking a deep breath. And releasing the breath. We all shall learn, shall learn to ourselves. We all shall learn. Knowing that you're safe right now. Knowing that you're in the right place right now. Knowing that you're surrounded by love. Taking your deep breath. I hear the voices of my grandmama calling. She say, listen. Knowing that you're saying. May the children fall Knowing that you are loved. Knowing that you are valued. The mountains grow unbroken. In this moment, you are loved, you are safe, you are honored, you are cherished. May the trees grow tall and the fires burn to our service. We all shall learn, shall learn to our service. We all shall learn. May the trees grow tall and the fires burn to our service. We all shall learn, shall learn to our service. We all shall Right now, we open space and we welcome in the loving and divine energy of all grandmothers, all mothers, 
all matrilineal figures, all daughters, all aunts, all nieces, all of the women who've come before us, who've sacrificed, who've given love, who've nurtured, who've produced, who've cultivated the land, who've walked the land, who've died on the land. We give honor. We bless their presence. We bless ourselves in this moment. We welcome in that energy. And in this moment, I would like to read the names of the ancestors that we pour libation to, that we give honor to in this moment. So I will be reading the names while Alicia sings the song and you will be taking deep breaths take deep breaths in through the nose out of the mouth <sighs> releasing any energy that does not serve you in this moment releasing any blockages any stress any anxiety or any fears and knowing that in this moment as in every other moment you are loved you are safe you are protected valued seen and honored We pour libation for Angela Davis. We pour libation for Maya. We pour libation for Asata. We pour libation for Beautiful, for Zola, for Roxanne, for Tati. We bless the energy of Dana Cook. We bless the energy of of Sarah. We bless the ancestors of We thank Rosalind Wilson. We thank Geraldine. We thank Mrs. Rachel. We thank Geraldine LaFrance. We bless the energy of Shonda Robinson. Thank you for your presence. We welcome in Josie Barber and we thank the grandmother of Shonda Robinson. We welcome in the energy of Betty Rose, Ava, Grand Naman. Winfrey, we welcome the energy of Fulton Robinson and We welcome in the energy of Vivian Sherry. We thank all of Tiffany's and the ancestors of her grandmother, Ida May. We bless Tiffany's presence for being here with us right now. We welcome in the energy of Wilkie Robinson, of Ivory Robinson. We welcome in the energy of Letha, of Geraldine, of Nedra, of Irma, of Gussie, Myrtle. We thank and honor the energy of Leslie's presence. We thank Colleen and Annabelle. We thank all of the ancestors of Grandmother Gladys. We thank Aunt Pearl and Aunt Sue. We thank Anna Mae Robinson for everything, for her presence, for her life. We thank me. We thank Jessie Mae Nash, Willie Nash, Barbara Nash. We thank Ida Mae. We thank Big Ma. We thank Laura. We thank the time. We take the time to honor Irene, James, Imelda. We honor Joyce McKenna. We honor Norva, Norva Bates. We honor Muriel Hall.
to a close in this moment. I want to thank every single one of you for showing up. Go ahead and call. I want to thank every single one of you for being here. And so very quickly, Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so very quickly, just to end and just to bring it to a close, I want to thank you again for allowing yourself this experience. If you have any questions, I would be happy to answer them offline. And for more information, you can visit freethefeminine.com or add me on Instagram at The Growth Goddess. And Gigi has also posted my cash app. How did you all enjoy today's experience? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Such an honor to be here with you. Okay, I, I see you, Chantel. <laughs> I, I see you. Talking and I can hear me. I said it no. was amazing. Thank so much for walking us through that process from beginning to end. Um, I thank you so much for your time and your energy. Thank you so much, Alicia, as well, for your beautiful voice and your time, too. Um, for those of you that have questions, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to answer those right now, but still, you know, once I send you guys the email for Jamila's in the playback, you can always send those questions directly to her, and she will be more than happy to answer um, all the questions that you have. You'll also get um, details to the meditation that she's giving you guys that's free as well, as well as the link to her online um, community that's on Facebook, okay, and to her website information. So don't worry. Even though this was brief, y'all are going to have more time with Jamila. But thank you so much, Jamila. <laughs> and also thank you, Messiah Child, a.k.a. Before, <laughs> for being here too with us today. I appreciate her. It's always good to see her face too. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. I love you. Thank, thank you for having you, me, Gigi. Thank you for being here. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> How was that? Did you enjoy that? Was that a little unexpected? Was that very thorough, enlightening? I'd love to hear more about your thoughts and interact with you. Please join me in the group 
you can click the links for Goddess on the Rise, our members only group, and dive in to learn more about spirituality, sisterhood, and self-love. We're waiting on you, Goddess. I'm so grateful, grateful for every moment I see the moon shine and I know mama's watching. I'm so grateful, grateful for every day by the sun rise and I'll continue my way. I'm so grateful, grateful for every moment I see the moon shine and I know mama's watching. I'm so grateful. This podcast is brought to you by FreeTheFeminine.com, the go-to for the modern spiritual woman on a mission to evolve. Visit the website for more information and download the free meditation series, Rooted.